Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This morning, busted at the border, Australia's most wanted man captured and set to face court later today. Wild weather, how long half the country will be lashed with heavy downpours. Jabs for children, Moderna one step closer to having its COVID vaccine cleared for use. And a real-life crocodile Dundee, the man who fought off a huge croc, then drove himself to hospital. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. We're learning new details about the international getaway plan of Australia's most wanted man. Accused drug smuggler Mustafa Balouche is behind bars in Queensland, awaiting extradition to New South Wales after he was dramatically arrested at the border. His efforts to flee the country came unstuck and he'll face a magistrate later today. It was a search for Australia's most wanted. Armed police! Armed police! After 17 days on the run, Mustafa Balouche accidentally giving himself up. A tip-off meant police knew the alleged drug lord was crossing the Queensland border hidden in a truck. They stopped several and then the one that counted. Balouche thought it was the end of his trip. He was right, just not the destination he wanted. The absence of locks on the container was suspicious. He felt the need to knock on the truck and the occupant felt the need to knock back. He's accused of orchestrating a $270 million cocaine haul from Ecuador. He was a bit shocked when we found him. It's now been revealed he was planning to sail from far north Queensland to Indonesia, then cross to Thailand before booking a flight to Eastern Europe where he'd meet other high-profile criminals in the Balkans. Tracking down the constable that did the famous knock on the side of the truck, uh, he'll get a beer and a hug from me when the borders open. It was the end of a high-profile, high-stakes manhunt, a police-led redemption after the courts had granted bail to a man not only facing life in jail, but with tens of millions of dollars to sustain a life on the run. He had a couple of helpers. Keziah Dawn, 7 News. Half the country is in for heavy rain and thunderstorms over the coming days, with residents in New South Wales and Queensland being told it's about to get worse. Once in a decade rainfall will hit parts of southern Queensland, while flash flooding is predicted for northern New South Wales. Victoria's east could receive up to 50 millimetres of rain on Friday alone. Central Australia has already been drenched, with major flooding in Alice Springs. Moderna is a step closer to having its COVID vaccine approved for children under the age of 12. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. When can we expect to see jabs in those little arms? 
Good morning, Jody. Well, no specific date has been set yet, but we're probably talking early next year. But that's only if it gets the green light from medical regulators. At the moment, Moderna's spike vax is only being used in Australians over the age of 12. But after reviewing clinical data from the drug manufacturer, the Therapeutic Goods Administration yesterday granted the vaccine what's known as provisional determination, which means Moderna is now able to apply for its doses to be approved for use in children between the ages of 6 and 11. It now joins Pfizer in the queue for approval in kids. Pfizer is already approved for use in 5 to 11-year-olds in the United States. And while children who catch COVID generally only experience mild symptoms, case numbers in Australia are rising and the government is keen to see them vaccinated. So the process will be fast-tracked, which should provide some comfort to parents knowing they'll soon be able to send their kids off to school with at least some protection. Jody. Indeed. OK, thanks, Rob. Masks are coming off in south-east Queensland. Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk ditching the mandate. Now the state has passed its 80% first-dose target. Face coverings are no longer required in schools, hospitality venues, hair salons or at work, but they still need to be worn in airports and on planes. A Melbourne GP accused of issuing fake vaccine exemptions has had his practice raided. Health authorities went to the Sunshine North surgery after the doctor refused to hand over patient files. Dr Mark Hobart openly angry about the government's pandemic rules. There is no privacy and confidentiality with medical files anymore. The new laws have thrown this out the window. The state's health department is concerned a small number of doctors are providing exemptions to people who don't meet the criteria. Protesters have forced Daniel Andrews to abandon a press conference in Bendigo. The Victorian Premier made a hasty exit from the event when he was ambushed by the group, furious over proposed pandemic laws. Another MP, Andy Medic, has spoken out after protesters sent death threats to his home. A Melbourne grandfather killed in a hit and run as being remembered as a big-hearted man who loved his family. Traffic controller Timmy Reiki was struck by a speeding driver while setting up safety cones in Carrum Downs. One of his colleagues has undergone life-saving surgery. The driver and an accomplice who helped him flee remain on the run. Five of Victoria's most iconic regions will be celebrated at the Australian Grand Prix next year in a bid to rev up tourism to a global audience. Melbourne's home of the Formula One will be divided into five zones, each celebrating a different region of the state. Each section of the circuit will showcase the best food, music, art and entertainment from the Grampians, Phillip Island, the Yarra Valley, Great Ocean Road and the CBD. It's the first race to go ahead in three years. At 11am, Australians will pause for a minute's silence to mark Remembrance Day. This morning, poppies are being streamed onto the sails of the Sydney Opera House, lighting up the harbour. Services are also scheduled across the country to one of the men and women of the Australian Defence Force who've made the ultimate sacrifice. It's been 103 years since the guns fell silent on the Western Front and 100 years since the RSL started selling poppies to raise funds to support veterans and their families. 
Australia could be pressured to strengthen its 2030 emissions reductions target by the end of next year. It's one of the key recommendations to all countries outlined in a draft agreement from the Glasgow Climate Summit. The draft also calls for countries to phase out coal and fossil fuel subsidies. Negotiators from nearly 200 countries will work from the draft to strike a final deal before the summit ends on Friday. The Prime Minister has declared can-do capitalism will help solve the climate crisis, not government policy. Scott Morrison told business leaders in Melbourne he expects the private sector will play a key role in cutting carbon emissions. We've got a bit used to governments telling us what to do over the last couple of years. I think we have to break that habit. It comes after the Morrison government announced its new billion-dollar investment in clean energy. Woolworths has announced major changes to its deli and seafood counters. Just like keep cups in coffee shops, customers will soon be able to bring their own reusable containers to buy meat in an effort to drive down plastic waste. After a successful trial in Sydney, the program is being rolled out to select stores across the country. There's a new player in Australian banking. Buy Now Pay Later giant Afterpay has expanded its services, launching its own platform called Money by Afterpay. More than 3 million users can access savings accounts and debit cards, but experts say that it's a lukewarm offering. Entering a crowded market, Afterpay is adamant it won't be an afterthought as it branches out into banking. You can just see it all in one really delightful, bright and interesting space. Launching Money by Afterpay, the new app offers a transaction and savings account. It also manages all your Afterpay orders all in one place. Our target audience is Millennial and Gen Z. Promising home loans as early as next year, appealing to 19-year-old Peter Bainey. I'm definitely saving up to buy a home one day, maybe in the next uh, two or three years. I would definitely consider, yeah, yeah going with them. Afterpay offers a 0.75% interest rate and a maximum deposit of up to $50,000. The big four banks average a conditional savings rate of 0.26% and there's no deposit limit. Young adults can get 2.5% from Westpac, while 1.35% is available to everyone at ING. When it comes to savings rates, it is a lukewarm offering from Afterpay at best. Backed by Westpac, industry experts say this is a play by Afterpay in a bid to become a one-stop shop for millennials. There are 18 banks with better savings rates. It's important for people to shop around and make their savings work as hard as they possibly can. Isabel Mullen, 7 News. A man in far north Queensland is being called the real-life Crocodile Dundee after he fought off a croc with a knife. The 60-year-old was fishing when the four-metre salty latched onto his leg and started dragging him into the water. He stabbed it in the head, then escaped and drove to Cooktown for medical treatment. He was then airlifted to Cairns Hospital, where he remains in a stable condition this morning. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading slightly down this morning. The Nasdaq is also down. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords finished the day slightly down, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,856 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 82 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 73.52 US cents, 83.79 Japanese yen and $1.03 New Zealand. Zealand. 
Christmas is still 44 days away, but we're being warned to shop early and locally to avoid disappointment. Global supply chain disruptions are delaying the arrival of gifts, including sporting gear, fridges, cameras, TVs and gaming consoles. I think most of our retailers are are really kind of desperately trying to plan to make sure that they have enough stock in some of these really hot items this year. Christmas decorations and furniture may also be more difficult to find. A US judge has ruled an investigation into January's Capitol riot will have access to White House presidential records. An inquiry is trying to establish if Donald Trump had prior knowledge of plans by protesters to storm the Capitol building. The documents include phone records, visitor logs and other items that could shed light on the events leading up to the riot. Ten of Trump's former aides have been ordered to give evidence. A US teenager charged with the murder of two men at a Black Lives Matter protest has broken down while giving evidence in court. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. The accused claims he was acting in self-defence. Morning, Jody. Yes, Kyle Rittenhouse is the 17-year-old who went to Kenosha, Wisconsin last August after two nights of uh, protests, race-related protests in the streets of the city. Uh, He took with him uh, a semi-automatic weapon and a medic's bag, claiming he wanted to defend property there and help people who were under siege. As it turned out, he shot dead two people and wounded a third and became a kind of celebrity celebrity cause for some on the right in America who believed he had every right to be in the streets pr- protecting property which was being extensively damaged in the city. Now on trial for murder when pressed on the circumstances of one case today, here's how he responded. That's right, Ron. <laughs> We're going to just take it. Time for our break anyway. You, you can uh, just relax for a minute, sir. Uh, We're going to take a break, uh, about uh, 10 minutes, and please don't talk about the case during the break. I didn't do anything wrong, I just defended myself, Kyle Rittenhouse told the jury. If convicted, he could face life in prison. Uh, His trial continues in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Chody. Okay, Tim Lester in the US, thank you. Meghan Markle's private text messages to a former aide have been made public during a high-profile court appeal in the UK. The texts reveal the Duchess of Sussex wrote a private letter to her father knowing it could be leaked. She also asked if she should call her father Daddy in the letter, saying it would pull at the heartstrings if it did get out. The texts are part of a witness statement submitted as evidence by the Mail on Sunday, which is appealing a ruling that publication of the letter was unlawful. A fierce blaze has broken out at a junkyard in the US city of Philadelphia overnight. A massive pile of tyres sent flames and thick plumes of smoke billowing into the sky. Hazmat teams were brought in to monitor the situation. Dozens of firefighters battled the blaze for hours to bring it under control. No injuries have been reported. So Elton John has been awarded a prestigious honour to acknowledge his music career and AIDS campaigning work. Prince Charles made the singer-songwriter a member of the Order of the Companions of Honour. He was knighted more than 20 years ago and has sold more than 300 million records worldwide during a career spanning more than five decades. 
Diamond bracelets that once belonged to Marie Antoinette have fetched a staggering price at an auction in Switzerland. The rare jewellery sold for 7.5 million Swiss francs, which is roughly 11 million Australian dollars. Each one features 112 diamonds decorated with silver and gold. In sport, New Zealand will face either Australia or Pakistan in the T20 World Cup final after knocking England out in the semi-finals. Needing 57 runs from 24 balls, the Black Caps looked in trouble before a James Neesham-inspired 23-run over shifted the momentum of the match. From there, it was smooth sailing, a five-wicket win sending New Zealand into their first ever World Cup final. Will it go for four? It does. Barrel Mitchell does it for New Zealand. Australia will face Pakistan in the second semi-final tonight. A Katie Mack masterclass has helped guide the Adelaide Strikers to an eight-wicket win over the Sydney Sixers. Mack struck a career-best 67 not out as the Strikers chased down a target of 143. Talia McGrath also found form smashing an unbeaten 40 as the Strikers leaped back into the top four, leaving the Sixers in danger of missing out on making finals for a third straight year. Just days after training with players from five other clubs, Hawks youngster Finn McGuinness has tested positive to COVID-19. The 20-year-old started showing symptoms on Tuesday before testing positive to the virus. And potential draftees have until tomorrow to disclose their vaccination status to the AFL. The Socceroos face a critical step in qualifying for next year's World Cup in Sydney tonight. They return home for the first time in two years to host Saudi Arabia, who are unbeaten on top of their group. A loss would severely damage Australia's chances of a top-two finish and automatic qualification. The Australian Reptile Park has introduced its latest guest. This is Poppy, zooming around the park, following her keeper closely. She was rescued a few weeks ago after her mother was hit and killed by a car. Poppy is being hand-raised and will stay at the park until she's old enough and strong enough to be released back into the wild. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs will gain tropical moisture, generating widespread rain and storms across the Northern Territory, Queensland and New South Wales, some intense. A low will cause wind and rain to intensify over the interior and South Australia. A low will leave Tasmania, causing rain to mostly clear and wind to ease in the state. A high will clear WA. Around the capitals today, showers with a possible storm in Brisbane, heading for 29 degrees. Rain developing, 21 the top in Sydney. Late rain in Canberra also heading for 21. Partly cloudy, 17 in Melbourne. A shower or two clearing in Hobart, also 17. Showers increasing in Adelaide, heading for 16 degrees. Sunny and 25 in Perth. And partly cloudy, 35 degrees in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Thursday, the 11th of November. 